Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. The Bible deals with some relationships that were somewhat unique to their day. There are parallels to these relationships in most cultures, but the real benefit of studying the passages that address issues related to conditions like slavery are the principles God gives to guide believers. Today on Drawing Near, Timothy is instructed regarding slaves and their masters. Please take your Bible, turn to 1 Timothy chapter 6, and join me for Slaves, Honor Your Masters. As we prepare for today's study, I encourage you to join me in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We know that it is inspired, breathed out by you. It is your word to us. You have given your word, Father, that we may know you and your will, to know what is good and acceptable in your sight, to encourage us and to convict us and to guide us in our lives of holiness and righteousness before you. Help us, Father, to understand your word. Help us to understand it not just with our minds, but with our heart, and to be able to execute wisdom in obeying your word and applying it to our lives. Help us through the power of your Spirit, Father, to rightly understand all that you teach us. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, we read these words. All who are under the yoke as slaves are to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and our doctrine will not be spoken against. Those who have believers as their masters must not be disrespectful to them because they are brethren, but must serve them all the more, because those who partake of the benefit are believers and beloved. Teach and preach these principles. Slavery is a hot-button topic in our culture. Many of us understand the horror that existed in the United States of America regarding slavery. This horror has been experienced around the world for a great many years. Thankfully, we no longer recognize slavery as an acceptable institution in our country. When we look at the Bible, there are many who have problems with what the Bible says regarding slavery. I understand that. The problem is, those who have problems with what the Bible says lack understanding about the culture of the day. From what I understand, slavery actually was necessary because of the economic circumstances of the day. Many people sold themselves into slavery just to survive. They would go and ask people to take them as a slave. They would agree to the conditions of slavery because they had no other means of of survival. They did not have the economic means. They did not have the skills to be employed in any way that would provide for them or their families. We have trouble understanding this because you can go to almost any street corner in our country and find places that are willing to hire you, especially today. But that was not always the case. Job opportunities were scarce. Skills were scarce. It was very difficult to find a place or a person who could train you in any kind of a skill or a trade that would be employable. 
that made dependence upon somebody else who had the means to support you critical. I'm not suggesting that the relationship between masters and their slaves was always benevolent, nor am I suggesting that slaves always chose to become slaves. The same treacherous behavior that existed in the United States during slave days existed back in Jesus' day as well. There have always been abuses. There have always been those individuals who enslaved other people against their will and who mistreated them. We are not suggesting that slavery is acceptable. But we do want to understand the culture in which the Bible was written, and we want to understand the principles of God's Word that apply to us today. And so in looking at that, we see in verse 1 that all who are under the yoke as slaves are to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor. Slaves were under a yoke. They had a burden upon their necks. They were not free. They were slaves. And that's indicated in verse 1. But as slaves, they had a responsibility before the Lord to continue to act in a Christian way. That's the first principle we need to get. It does not matter what relationship we find ourselves in. We are never permitted to act in an unchristlike way. Believing slaves were to follow the teachings of God's word. They were to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor. And they were to do this for a reason. The reason is found at the end of verse 1. So that the name of God and our doctrine or teaching will not be spoken against. For the sake of the gospel, for the sake of God's name, slaves were to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor. They were to respect them, honor them, listen to them, and treat them in a way worthy of honor. We need to fully understand that the same is true of us. Those who are in authority over us are to be regarded as worthy of honor. And this is because we are to live in such a way as to honor God's name in the world and to be obedient to the teachings of God's word. In verse 2, we're told, those who have believers as their masters must not be disrespectful to them because they are brethren. There were believing slaves and unbelieving slaves and believing masters and unbelieving masters. And a believing slave who had a believing master needed to respect them. They couldn't take advantage of them because their master was a Christian. They needed to continue to honor and respect them. And they had an additional incentive for this because their master was a brother in Christ. We need to know that God's word says We are to go out of our way to treat believing overseers or employers or managers with even more respect. Why? Because they're our family in Christ. They're brethren. They share in the benefits of the gospel. We are, according to verse 2, to serve them all the more because those who partake of the benefit, the benefit of our labor, the benefit of our respect, are believers and beloved. They believe in Christ, and they are beloved by God. Therefore, we should serve them all the more diligently with all the honor due them. Then at the end of verse 2, we are told that Paul is not just giving this instruction to Timothy for his knowledge, for his personal benefit, but rather he is to teach and preach these things, these principles, these doctrines. 
he was to go to Christian slaves and instruct them on their conduct with regard to their masters, believing and unbelieving. That brings up an important point. Within the body of Christ, within the church in Paul's day, there were slaves and free people. There were masters and slaves. There were all of these relationships intermingled. And so when they were being taught these things, Christian slaves were being taught how to treat their masters. And masters were hearing this, and masters knew how they were to be treated by their Christian slaves. At the same time, and we see this in Ephesians and other places, believing masters were taught how to treat their slaves. It would have been a good condition for a Christian slave to be in service to a Christian master. If both were doing what they were supposed to do, that relationship would not have been bad. These things are challenging for us to wrap our minds around. We have a view of slavery that is unique to our history. We need to understand slavery or any institution, good or bad, in light of its culture and its circumstances. More importantly, we need to understand what a believer is responsible for in every relationship. It's my hope and prayer that we would recognize the responsibility that we have to honor the Lord, to honor the gospel in all of our relationships, whether we are fairly or rightly treated or not. We never have an excuse. There is never a reason to act ungodly or unchristian. Father in heaven, thank you for the details of your word, how they apply to every relationship, every situation. Give us wisdom to understand these broad principles the principle of loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor, even a slave master neighbor, as ourselves. We pray, Father, that you would give us the stability as a believer, the maturity as a believer, to employ all of your teachings in all of our circumstances. When we fail, and we do fail, convict us and guide us so that we may grow to do right more and more in our lives. We desire to honor you. You are our Lord and Master, and you are the most gracious, loving, merciful Master and God that we could ever imagine. Help us, Father, to be grateful for that and to serve you with all the honor you deserve. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.